to week nine of the This Week in Film podcast, the world's most important podcast about movies to date. <laughs> oh, man. I'm Nick Panotto, joined as always by Charlie Chester. And for the first time as a contributing host to the show, Keith Seddon. Yeah. What's up, Keith? Glad to have you. I'm Tony. <laughs> <laughs> Keith, you were on the show previously talking about how George Clooney was your favorite Batman. Uh-huh. That was fun. That happened. It's we enjoyed it enough to invite you back. Thank so you. You really that's something. cut your teeth on that. And now that Tony has abandoned us, <laughs> it's time to move on. Guys, this is great. I'm totally pumped. I liked being a guest. But this is great being an honorary host right now. Now you're guest host. Guest hosting. Right, it's a promotion. Right, right. This, this, is a big, this is a big deal, Keith. I um, like movies. Keith, what movie did you watch this week? <laughs> I watched the 2004 <laughs> Spider-Man movie with Tobey Maguire and Kirsten Dunst. Okay. And it's called? The Amazing... Sp- Wait. Isn't it just the Spider-Man? Spider-Man 2. Yeah. Spider-Man hyphen 2. I don't know. I can't remember. Spider-Man 2. No, no, no. This is Spider-Man 2. 2004 Keith. by a director called Sam Raimi called Spider-Man 2. Oh, classic not, Spider-Man not, 2. Not Spider-Man 2 with uh, that Andrew Gar- Garfield. That's talking, the amazing Spider-Man. That's the amazing too. Spider-Man. Well, I'm talking Tobey Maguire Spider-Man, oh. the real Spider-Man. Uh, was this is this one of your favorite movies? Did you dig it? Like, what's the deal? Well, first, I will. I have to say that the first one, the original Spider-Man, that is one of my favorite movies. Right. And I went back, decided it was time to try the second one out again. Because I remember liking the second one a lot. And the second one's probably better than the first one. Oh, absolutely. I don't know how you guys I feel about that. It's leaps and bounds above the first one, and the first one's a good movie. I love, in fact, actually, the first movie, I rate all movies whether it's better or worse than Spider Man 1. So this movie was better than Spider Man wow. 1. Wait, you rank all movies? Yeah. If I go to movies, I is it better or worse than the first one? If you Spider-Man? had a, like a movie rating site like a Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah. That would be your bottom line. If it's on the same level as the first Spider-Man. Like Hunt for Red October. Better or worse than Spider-Man? <laughs> I'm going to say worse than Spider-Man. It's, a, it's such a simple, easy rating. I, I think all, yeah, I, I, I can get behind this rating system. That's fine. <laughs> what, what's your favorite part of the movie? Like, what's, what to, stands out? To be honest with you, and the reason I watched Spider-Man 2 is because I woke up one morning and I had a montage stuck in my head. And it's the montage where Peter Parker... Is uh, the raindrops keep falling on my head? I don't know if you guys remember it, but yeah, yeah. Peter Parker's pretty much decided, like, I'm not. I don't. This is when Sam Raimi started doing music videos inside the Spider-Man movies, but it worked. This one definitely it worked. worked. In Spider-Man Two didn't work so much as Spider-Man Three. No, but this one's great. Maybe one or two dance sequences in Spider-Man Three. <laughs> oh man, over. it was pretty hip. Then the second one, that montage with Peter Parker not using his powers anymore because. You know, Mary Jane has kind of crushed his heart. Is awesome. It, he like it's very goofy. He trips over his own feet. There's one point he buys a hot dog, and like you hear the sirens and these police cars rushing by, and the camera slowly zooms into him. Like, what's Spider-Man gonna do? Takes a bite from the hot dog, keeps on going, and it also ends with this awesome freeze frame. Like he's walking out. He got a good grade on whatever test. Freeze frame. Peter Parker's face. You know, it, it's like it's t- that's total. Sam Raimi, like back, you know, when he was doing like the Evil Dead flicks, like Bruce Campbell, yeah. you know, like like that silly, goofy inspiration coming from like Three Stooges sort of feel whimsical. You know, you could see that peppered in there, which is which is great. He was perfectly cast as the director for that series. It works so well. Totally agree. Dr. Octopus is a great bad guy. 
I completely agree. He's, and all practical effects, too. Like, I remember I was really into that movie when it came out. And I, I followed every bit of information that came out about it. And then reading about how they had puppeteers, two or three people working each arm. Mm-hmm. Uh, I love that Dr. Octopus. And that final fight sequence still holds up. If you watch it today, like some of the special effects look dated, but it is very exciting and it's very fun to watch. Wow. Definitely. I gotta rewatch it. Uh, so this week, I watched the movie Sorcerer. Last week, Tony was talking about mm-hmm. William Friedkin yeah. and all his freaking facts. <laughs> Uh, and I realized <laughs> when Tony freaking. was talking about it that the movie Sorcerer is one I had never seen. And the reason I had never seen it is because I thought it was about a wizard. Like a warlock? Yeah. I thought it was about a sorcerer. <laughs> and no, it's a remake of the French of a French film called The Wages of Fear. And the plot of the movie oh, basically... Wait, Wages of Fear. Is that the one with the guys uh, hauling dynamite? Yeah. That's one of my favorite movies. I didn't realize it was a remake. That's what this movie is. It's a really? remake, yeah. That's awesome. And they got a, it's basically Roy Schneider and three other guys have to move some very old dynamite 200 miles up the road ah, in these rickety awesome. old trucks. Now I'm excited. i got to watch this movie. Tangerine Dream does the soundtrack. Yes, they do. One of my awesome. One of my favorite guys to do scores of all time. I want to live in a world where Tangerine Dream does my soundtrack. So basically, I thought the movie was, was very entertaining, but the whole entire first 45 minutes of that movie is useless. It, it is a waste of time. You, you, basically, the main characters, the four truck drivers, are all bad people. And they spend mm-hmm. 45 minutes showing you that these are all terrible people. They're, okay. all, they're all criminals. And they've, they've run away to the South American jungle to get away from their people that are hunting them down. Yeah. And... It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter at all. I mean, that movie could have started with them getting into the trucks because there's enough character development in the trucks. The scenes where the truck is moving, like, sl- the truck goes, like, 10 miles an hour. Yeah, that, that's wages of, wages of fear, right? Like, yeah. That's, yeah, that's and, and it's, uh, so nerve-wracking. It's so nerve-wracking to watch. And they have to cross this rickety rope bridge, which is the best scene in the whole movie. Uh, they have to cross this bridge in this awful storm. Right. And all, all I could think the whole time was, just wait for the storm to end. Just wait. <laughs> There's <laughs> no time for that. Because once, spoiler alert, once they get across the bridge, it's sunny. It's like beautiful. <laughs> it's like the most gorgeous day they've ever had. But uh, definitely worth checking out. But the whole uh, uh, the whole first hour of the movie is useless. It's a complete waste of time. Charlie. Closing yeah. it out again this week. Okay. All right. Well, uh, I, there's a theme for this week, kind of, I guess, because the movie I watched also had a Tangerine Dream uh, soundtrack. Uh, it's a little movie called Thief with James Caan. This is going back, I want to say, early 80s, like really early 80s. And it was produced by Michael Mann. The reason I looked it up, I was like, uh, I need to watch a heist flick. I'm working on a new project, and I'm like, I need a really good heist flick just to do some reference. And uh, this movie kept popping up over and over again on everyone's list. And it's basically James Caan. Um, his cover is that he's a, a car salesman, but he prowls the night as, like, this burglar. Who cat is, burglar. He's <laughs> a sexy cat burglar. He... He basically, he, he's he's a one-man band show. Uh, well, I should say he has a partner, James Belushi, but Belushi is is just um, just helping him out. Khan is the brains behind it. And um, he ends up getting approached by, uh, like, a mini organization of criminals, like a, a, a fledgling kingpin is trying to, you know, bring in some, like, talent. 
and they ask him to come on and do a couple gigs, and of course he gets screwed over, and half the movie is him uh, pulling off this major heist, and then when he gets screwed over by them, trying to get out of it, and it's it's more about him using his heist skill set to get himself out of this jam, and set to the Tangerine Dream soundtrack, it's amazing. But this has been a smokescreen, because the movie that I actually really wanted to talk about is called Mac and Me, which I spent two hours watching this week just to make Nick miserable. Mac and Me? Mac and Me is a 1980s wannabe version of E.T. Well, that was week nine of the This Week in Film podcast. No, we're talking about Mac and Me. we're We're talking about the... We're not talking about Mac and Me. We're not doing Mac and Me. Dude, Mac and Me, you got to watch it, dude. I I put the time in this week. I've seen enough of that movie from Paul Rudd on Conan. It's... uh, That's... It's... Go back to Thief. Go back to Thief. (laughs) (laughs) We're not doing Mac and Me. Let me just make one quick thing about Mac and Me, and then we'll move, we'll move away from it. But uh, it's it's such shitty budget that like these are puppets that don't have joints, and they essentially the puppeteers just make them wiggle in order to uh, in order to get the. Oh, good! Uh, Our AP finally showed up. <laughs> what do you need, Stretch? Stretch doesn't talk on here. In in Mac and Me. No. The, yes. <laughs> <laughs> The uh, there's this uh, Mars rover that accidentally picks up a family of aliens and brings them back to Earth, and they escape. And it's it's a traditional nuclear family of like the mom has got like a house dress and like the dad wears a business suit. And it's just ridiculous. But the those goofy rubber looking aliens yeah. are wearing dresses and suits. Uh, well, they, yeah, they, as soon I'm as I'm not they, watching this. <laughs> I'm asking questions. Father looks like a drunk piece of silly putty. That's the best way I could describe it. The when, father alien? Yeah, the father alien. When He's Nick like, watches this and he puts that clip in of the drunk alien father that looks like drunk silly putty, you'll all appreciate it. Uh, it's <laughs> the, the the little boy in it who of course like takes on Mac, this little this little guy. Um uh, like E.T., he's got healing powers, you know, spoiler alert, and uh, the little boy is in a wheelchair. So you know eventually Mac is going to Heels give him legs. back his legs. Yeah, it's so bad. But the best part about the movie is that at some point in the movie, for no good reason at all, they go to McDonald's, and it becomes a two-minute commercial for McDonald's. Everyone's dancing, Ronald McDonald's doing, like, flips, and Mac is dancing around in the McDonald's. It's... Amazing. I don't want to watch it's amazing. this movie. <laughs> I, don't know, I, I wanted to I watch, watch this movie. You can watch both. The at the end of the movie, the big thing is that like this whole thing is like an allegory for like immigration. They they end up being uh getting their green cards, like they're American citizens at the end. And they uh, it ends with them in this convertible driving and a little bubble pops up saying at the very last moment, we'll be back. Saying to everybody, there's going to be a sequel. Spoiler alert, no, there was no sequel because it was awful. You're an awful person. <laughs> Pick it up where it left off. Speech bubble. We're back. Yeah, we're... we're... <laughs> well, that was week nine of the This Week in Film podcast. I really don't want to watch Mac and me. <laughs> and you're a terrible person, Charlie. 
that's my favorite part about really the show is making Nick watch terrible movies. We really thought we were going to talk about <laughs> Thief because I've always wanted to see Thief. Yep. But that brings us to a brand new segment called Keith's Kooky Query. Yeah. Keith, what? what's your movie-related question for this week? All right. How about, um, hey, guys, what's your favorite query kooky alien movie? Oh, huh? because of Mac and me. Because of Mac and me. I see what that's you're saying. Good, Does that work? Yeah. That's a great one. I mean, the, your use of words in the sentence was weird. But How do you, I don't, uh, I was on the spot. But to answer last week's Tony's final, Tony's third degree question, mm-hmm. what was your favorite Cosby movie or movie in general? We had a lot of responses. Oh, wow. Okay. Chibi Foz on the YouTubes said he saw a Ghost Dad in theaters. So I guess Ghost Dad. And Matt says Jaws. For the final Tony's third degree. That'll about wrap it up. So, Charlie, you don't get to talk about Comic-Con this week because uh, you're a terrible Bitter Google. Nick. Oh, bitter. And Keith, <laughs> where can the people find us? Oh, right. Um, well, you can find you on Facebook, Twitter, SoundCloud, Stitcher, um, the website, of course, which is www.thisweekinfilmpodcast.com. Oh, I didn't even know that. YouTube, okay. <laughs> Zanga, mm-hmm. MySpace. So. Facebook. What's a Zanga? You never had a Zanga? Are we on Zanga? Mm, I don't think they do that anymore. Uh, Keith is building us a Zanga account. Guys, this has been really awesome. Thanks for having me. Keith, <laughs> thanks, thanks for the blast. Thanks for swinging by. Charlie, comic book is called <laughs> uh, Boy Zero. Uh, finally, uh, the copies are coming. So next week, I'll get to tell you where you're going to be able to order them. Well, Keith, do you have anything to plug? No. Great. Except this week in filmpodcast.com. Yeah, great. This week in filmpodcast.com. Sweet. All right. Take it easy. We'll see you next week. Let's end it with one scene from Mac and me. Goodbye. <laughs>